Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. Amanda Grace here with you today. Back from Warrior, Alabama. We're going to tell you all about it. We have a lot of uh, really interesting stuff to get into today, including a word from the Lord that I delivered at Church International on Sunday. So we're going to go through this word also. We're also going to go through a very fascinating connection between Hawaii what's happening in the nation and Naboth's vineyard, uh, which is in the old Testament. I think it's in first Kings. So we're going to get into that as well. So let me open up in prayer and we will get into everything. So father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise due your precious, holy, matchless name. We humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives. So you, your will, your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary purchased us by the shedding of his blood. That blood dripped onto the mercy seat and purchased us and redeemed us that day and made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. Father, we praise you that Jesus Christ rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the father where he rules and reigns forevermore. And we honor that before you this day. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we welcome your presence, the presence of Ruach Elohim, the spirit of the living God, and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to fill this time, to fill this place, Lord, that the weight of your glory would fall, that the power of your presence would move, that you would lead and guide me in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus name. Father, every weaponry, blueprint, attack, strategy, slander, harm, divisiveness, threat that the enemy, satanic agents, dark forces, unclean spirits, and agents of the enemy would attempt. I command in the name of Jesus Christ, as I apply the blood of Jesus, that it be broken, canceled, aborted, destroyed, dismantled, disabled, thwarted, disrupted, blocked, nullified, voided, disarmed, canceled, their communication lines disrupted, and bound and cast back to the pits and the dry places and the areas you have designated, Lord, to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. You deserve all the glory, honor, and praise. In the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, amen and amen. Okay, amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm just adjusting here because my tallit, I'm sitting on it, first of all. And secondly, I have to make sure I don't look like I didn't have a V8. Okay, so back from Warrior, Alabama, went over this weekend to Church International. What an amazing time in the Lord. Amazing. Power of God moved so much. It was incredible and honoring for us to be a part of. We love going down there. We love the Bullock family. Uh, and so it was just an amazing time. And on Saturday, we did, we have pictures to show you actually, we did baptisms. So that was me prophesying. That was the word of the Lord. We baptized 300 people on Saturday. They counted. They made sure. It, it, it was 300 people uh, that we got to baptize. 
It was amazing. There were two pools set up. We were each in a pool. Chris was outside the pool in his cowboy hat, praising the Lord. Uh, and that gentleman, Frank, was so helpful. Uh, he helped me. Uh, so thank you to Frank. Um, and it was amazing. He got to he got to baptize his daughter. So that was an amazing moment to be a part of. Uh, there I am with the shofar. There are me and Chris right there. And I got the shofar in my hand. And so we had a Saturday night service and we had a Sunday service that we were a part of. Uh, and so it was honoring to be a part of it. We thank Church International for all their kindness towards up, uh, kindness towards us. Uh, it was amazing. And so on Sunday, there was a word from the Lord. It started stirring in me Saturday night when I was speaking. And Sunday morning, that word came out like a rocket. When I tell you the spirit of the Lord hit me and my mouth took off like a rocket is what happened. So we're, I'm going to read the word first, the word of the Lord, because praise God. I mean, that word, it was high octane. Let's put it that way. We'll just say it was high octane. But after that, we're going to get into this connection to Naboth's vineyard. So we have a couple of things to go over today. So let's begin with the word that was given on September 3rd, 2023 at Church International. And here is here is what came forth. And the spirit of the Lord says this day, oh, warrior, warrior, you have been named. So he's talking about the city. And great exploits shall you continue to do in my name for the bondage of religiousness that oppressed this area, says the Lord, the bondage of it that brooded over the interest of this area, says the Lord. I have raised up, says the Lord thy God, this day and this time, this church, in this season, in this family to weaken and break the bondages of the religious strongholds that have been here for hundreds of years. And I have raised them up with this commission. The oppressiveness and the poverty that go hand in hand with the conniving spirit of religion, says the Lord. Says the Lord, you will see in this place, in this area, you will see the glory of God break out like a cloud across the land, like a cloud across this city. You will see the glory. You have been asking for it, says the Lord. You have been petitioning me for it, says the Lord. You have been calling to my throne for it, says the Lord. And says the Lord, in due season, which is coming very near, you shall see the glory break out in this area and in the streets, and you shall see it descend. And you shall not only see people come from around the nation, but from other nations, because they heard about the glory, says the Lord, in this place. And I am breaking that not only spirit of poverty, says the Lord, but that spirit of backward thinking. There is a backwards thinking. There is a regression that has occurred, says the Lord. I am breaking it, says the Lord. I am destroying it. I am freeing this area to be a beacon on a hill and a light with what is happening in the nation. Warrior, I have commissioned you, says the Lord. Call for it, says the Lord, for my armor to cover this whole area and for my warring angels to be stationed at the corners of this city to make a hedge from what the enemy wants to do. Because there is, says the Lord, a very dark attack that the enemy is forming, a very dark multifaceted attack, says the Lord, that he wants to accomplish to try to knock out the cornerstone of the foundation of what has been built. And says the Lord thy God this day, take the authority I have given you and that attack shall be exposed and destroyed before it ever touches a hair on the head of those in this church. Take the authority right now, says the Lord. Take the authority. 
I have given it unto you freely. Freely use it and watch the floodgates open in the realm of the spirit that flood over this city. And now we'll begin not only in this city, but we'll begin in the Northeast, says the Lord, and we'll begin in the Midwest, says the Lord. And these floodgates will begin to overcome the nation, says the Lord. A spiritual flood, says the Lord, in the middle of what they, says the Lord, they want to call waking up. The wicked want to say to them, if you partake of this, your eyes will be opened and you will become like God. The statement of the serpent, the statement of the serpent that was released in the garden, that has gone through time and history and repurposed itself to try to feed another generation. And they have offered this fruit of discord to them, looking like acceptance. And says the Lord thy God this day, I shall take that fruit of discord and I shall smash it before the heads of those who have even attempted to do such a blasphemous thing to the young in this nation, to do such an egregious act to the young of this nation. Thus says the Lord, and the part of the church that has taken a bite of such they shall see their podiums crumble in this season for straying and going the way of Korah, whispering in the ear to start a rebellion against what is holy, says the Lord, what is holy. And those whispers, says the Lord, have gone up and have gone up the ladder of leadership all the way to a crippled man at the top, a man crippled emotionally, spiritually, physically, a crippled man a crippled man in bondage that has still refused to fully cry out to me and has turned a blind eye to the wickedness of his sons. Eli, you have turned a blind eye to the wickedness of your sons. And for that in this season, you shall serve the portion that Eli was served. Because those Samuels in this season are raised up and they are in position because Saul doesn't want to do his job. And I have raised up the prophets and the Samuels, and I have raised them up in this season to defend what is mine, says the Lord, to speak forth into the atmosphere, to disarm the weapons that the enemy has attempted to send. The arrows, what is etched on those arrows is important. There are different plans etched on each arrow that have been fired, says the Lord. And some of those even who are running for the highest seat in the land right now have one of those arrows in their hand. And they are waiting for the appropriate time to fire it, thinking that is going to be their ticket to a very coveted seat. And says the Lord thy God this day, those arrows shall be broken in two. It is a false anointing. Look for the false anointing, the one the enemy has fabricated. Look for it because he has made such a detailed fabrication in this. You need to look for it, says the Lord. You need to ask for eyes to see and ears to hear what the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, has to say. And in this season, I am clearing the smog, says the Lord. There is a smog of filth that has completely contaminated every area of life. Every area of what you see, what you take in, what you hear, there is a smog. And thus says the Lord, in this season, I am blowing my holy wind, the breath, the pneumos, and that smog shall begin to come down. And what has been hidden behind it, propitiating it, creating it, shall be exposed because there are two others involved that have still not been exposed. That I, the Lord thy God, in this season shall expose them, smear them, and send them in shame for what they have done. For I sit on the highest throne, says the Lord. And I ultimately decide what happens to your nation.
And I ultimately decide what happens in the church for judgment begins in the house of God. And as you see it beginning in, your, in the nation, you shall see it in the house of God because my house says the Lord will come into order to do what I have commissioned it to do on this earth for this season in order that you may taste the sweet fruit of victory at the end of this for the glory of God. Stay the course, says the Lord, stay the course. Do not turn to the right or left. Stay the course that you have been given. And if the enemy sends wild animals along the way, one word from your mouth of my word will destroy them. For I, the Lord thy God, am placing an anointing, an anointing for the sword of the spirit, an anointing that is two-edged, and it is sharpened in this season. And when they attempt to engage you, if you obey and speak it, the Lord is also speaking to the families that have been in office to learn this. Submission is not a weakness, says the Lord. It is not. Men deem it as a weakness, submitting to me, meaning the Lord. But there is a strength and a power from it that does not come from this earth, but only comes from my throne. And in this season, I, the Lord, am expecting submission, a full submission of those being attacked of those they have cast lots to destroy, of those who have chosen to go rogue in the way of Cain in the church. I expect a full submission, says the Lord, in this season, in order that the other events may unfold and break the chains that the enemy has wrapped around the entire nation. To break these chains that have been wrapped around, that the angels are stationed at the four corners to cut at my word. And in the midst of what looks like disorder and chaos, there shall be order. Those I have raised up shall speak the order into the situation and command it. They shall be given the words. They shall be given the authority. They shall be given the mantles and they shall speak it with power and authority. And what is in disorder and disarray shall come into order at my word in this season. Thus saith the Lord of hosts in Jesus name. Praise the Lord. That was all spirit of flow. So the spirit of the Lord hit me and that came out. I didn't even remember 90% of that word. I don't remember 90% when I'm in the spirit and, and that's coming from my, my spirit and the Lord is, is putting it in my mouth. I have to go back and look at it because it's not coming from here. It's coming from here. So praise the Lord for that word. Praise almighty God. So that was the word of the Lord delivered at Church International. And uh, Robin delivered a powerful word also. So uh, it was just the Lord was flowing one after another. And the Tripp family was there. They delivered a powerful word. So it was just one after another. Pastor Robin delivered a powerful word. So it just flowed one into the other. It was just amazing when the spirit of the Lord is present. That one just flows into the other. So praise God for that. And Chris had the crowd rolling at one point. Oh my goodness. He stood up and did something. He had me hysterical on the pulpit. He had the crowd rolling. Um, he hasn't been feeling the best since we got home. So please just pray for him uh, with his mind uh, because the past couple of days have been, you know, a few days have been a little rough. So just keep him in your prayers and we'll go forth. And hello to those who are watching. I know I jump right into it today. In the United States and around the world, in our Ark of Grace team, thank you for helping us do what we do from the Lord, for the Lord. I have a couple of announcements that we will do at the end.
So I'm going to remember, I have to remember to do these announcements at the end. So we'll get into teaching first, and then we will make sure to talk about at the end, uh, the couple of things that we have. So something happened a couple of days ago. A light bulb went off. There are times the Lord just tells you something and a light bulb went off about Naboth's vineyard and Hawaii and what's happening in the nation. Now, some of you may go, what is Naboth's vineyard? Well, it's in 1 Kings chapter 21. And I'm going to read it to you. So then you understand and we can make this connection together. Now, it came about after these things that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard which was in Jezreel beside the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab spoke to Naboth saying, give me your vineyard that I may have it for a vegetable garden because it is close beside my house. And I will give you a better vineyard than it in its place. If you like, I will give you the price of it in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, the Lord forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my father's. So Ahab came into his house sullen and vexed because of the word which Naboth the, Jezreel, uh, the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid down on his bed and turned away his face and ate no food. Verse 5. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said, How is it that your spirit is so sullen that you are not eating food? So he said to her, because I spoke to Naboth, the Jezreelite, and said to him, give me your vineyard for money, or else if it pleases you, I will give you a vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not give you my vineyard. Jezebel, his wife, said to him, do you now reign over Israel? Arise, eat bread, and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal. So this is fraud and sent letters to the elders and to the nobles who were living with Naboth in his city. Now she wrote in the letter saying, proclaim a fast and seat Naboth at the head of the people and seat two worthless men before him and let them testify against him saying, you curse God and the king, then take him out and stone him to death. So the men of the city, the elders and the nobles who lived in the city did as Jezebel had sent word to them just as it was written in the letters she had sent them. They proclaimed a fast and seated Naboth at the head of the people. Then the two worthless men came and sat before him, and the worthless men testified against him, even against Naboth before the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones, that they said word to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned and is dead. So this is a whole conspiracy. When Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned, was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive but dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab arose to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. Then the word of the Lord, verse 17, came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone down to take possession of it. You shall speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord, Have you murdered and also taken possession? And you shall speak to him, saying, Thus says the Lord, In the place where the dogs lick up the blood of Naboth, the dogs will lick up your blood. Even, will lick up your blood, even yours. Ahab said to Elijah, have you found me, O my enemy? 
And he answered, I have found you because you have sold yourself to do evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon you and will utterly sweep you away and will cut off from Ahab every male, both bond and free in Israel. And I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah, because of the provocation with which you have provoked me to anger and because you have made Israel sin. Of Jezebel also, as the Lord spoke and saying, the dogs will eat Jezebel in the district of Jezreel. Jezreel is also believed to be, we'll get into this, the Valley of Megiddo. The one belonging to Ahab who dies in the city, the dogs will eat. And the one who dies in the field, the birds of heaven will eat. Surely there was no one like Ahab who sold himself to do evil in the sight of the Lord because Jezebel, his wife, incited him. He acted very abominably in following idols according to all that the Amorites had done whom the Lord cast out before the sons of Israel. Verse 27, it came about when Ahab heard these words that he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and fasted. And he lay in sackcloth and went about despondently. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite saying, do you see how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me. I will not bring the evil the evil in his days, but I will bring the evil upon his house in his son's days. And that's where it ends. So Naboth, the area in question was a Jezreelite. It was Jezreel. So let's just talk about Jezreel for a moment so we could get a better idea of this so we can see how it connects. The word Jezreel is constructed of two Hebrew words meaning to sow and mighty or almighty. In combination, it means God will sow. The city of Jezreel was situated in a beautiful valley near Estrelon, an area between Mount Carmel and the sea to the Jordan River. The city of Nazareth, Jesus' hometown, was on the north side of Jezreel. In the Bible, the city of Jezreel has a very long, violent history. The wife of King Ahab, Jezebel, died when she was thrown from a window of Jezreel's palace, and her body was eaten by dogs, as was prophesied by Elijah. Naboth, the Jezreelite, was murdered when he refused to give King Ahab his vineyard. Uh, King Ahab's sons were killed. Um and uh, placed at the gates of Jezreel. Jezreel was also the scene of many biblical battles. Deborah's victory over Sisera, um, the Israelites' victory over the Midianites and the Amalekites in the book of, I believe, Judges. Saul and Jonathan's defeat at the hands of the Philistines, Jezreel. Egypt's victory over King Josiah, Jezreel. The Jezreel Valley is now farmland. It's it's very scenic, beautiful farmland where wheat, cotton, corn, and sunflowers are grown, herds of sheep and cattle graze. The Valley of Jezreel is also called the Valley of Megiddo. And some believe it may be the scene of the Battle of Armageddon. According to a passage in Revelation, it is believed that is where the final battle is going to be. So... This is a little bit about Jezreel. So as you can see, very pivotal events happened and will happen in the Valley of Jezreel. So let's go back to this for a minute. So Naboth has a vineyard in close proximity to Ahab's palace in Jezreel. Ahab wanted the vineyard for a vegetable garden. 
because it was near the palace. Naboth refused the king's offer to buy it or give him a better vineyard. And Naboth did the right thing here because basically God had commanded that a family's inheritance not be sold. So when there was inheritance to a family, God commanded that it would not be sold, especially to an outsider. The land must not be sold permanently, it says in Leviticus 25, 23. And no inheritance in Israel is to pass from one tribe to another. For every Israelite shall keep the tribal inheritance of their ancestors. That's in the book of Numbers chapter 36. Naboth was simply following the law. He was following the law. So he was, he was right. He was following the law. Ahab was breaking the law because Ahab had no reverence for God's law. So King Ahab not only ignored the law, he pouted. And then Jezebel did his dirty work, committed fraud, signed his name to a document he never ratified and sent it out to get Naboth killed to take his land. And this is what happens. She tells him, oh, cheer up. I'll get you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite in 1 Kings 21. This is what she tells him. Oh, cheer up. I'm just going to go murder somebody to get you a vineyard because you're king and you could have any other vineyard you want. This is how corrupt it was. So, and they did they do? They set Naboth up. They set him up. They, they make him look distinguished at first, and they set him up with two scoundrels, unscrupulous men to arise to accuse him of a crime he didn't commit. So here we go again, the theme of being accused of a, of a crime you didn't commit. So it was on these trumped up charges. Naboth was taken outside the city and stoned. They think this plan against Aboth has worked because Jezebel has planted two false witnesses. And it says in the word of God, a matter is established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. No death sentence could ever be carried off, carried out based on one witness. That's in Deuteronomy 17. So she follows the law when it suits her only. When it suits her to get what she wants, she will use the law and manipulate it to lie, to take what doesn't belong to her, which is breaking God's law. Um, and what was the most heinous about this was that she proclaims a day of fasting. Like she gives a hoot about fasting and fasting before the Lord, but she wanted to give the air of righteousness, the illusion that this was all righteous. Oh, they're fasting. We've got two witnesses. This is what the enemy does. He provides an illusion, but it was all based on fraud and a lie. So they, they steal Naboth's vineyard, what doesn't belong to them, right? They destroy Naboth. They steal his vineyard. And because of that act, God sends Elijah the prophet to condemn them and give a prophecy against their lives. Now, 
Ahab humbled himself. Jezebel didn't. So therefore, the Lord relented against destroying Ahab in that moment and said the, the destruction would happen in the day of his sons. But he did not relent from Jezebel's prophecy because Jezebel never humbled herself. So basically, you're dealing with, they see land, they want land. They're willing to kill to get the land. Okay, this is it. They're greedy. They want land that's not theirs. And they're willing to kill and cause destruction to get it. Okay, and this vineyard was growing what? Obviously grapes, right? So obviously this was a vineyard. This was the climate for a vineyard. And so now I'm going to show you, after going over all of this, this news article, because Hawaii is Naboth's vineyard. I'm going to show you how this relates to the whole nation too, but Hawaii is Naboth's vineyard. Now, why do we think this? Well, I'm going to read it to you. This clicked in my head and I was like, the light bulb went off. Praise God. So let's see if we could get it up in a moment here. We'll get it up. Okay, there it is. Lahaina is not for sale. Maui resident alleges realtors are luring wildfire victims to sell off land. Survivors and families of Maui wildfire victims have made sensational claims about harassment from realtors to sell off land and property after the disaster. Inhabitants of Maui County in Hawaii have just suffered one of the most devastating wildfire disasters in the history of the United States. And going by claims being made on social media, the suffering of people is only getting aggravated in the aftermath of tragedy. That was August 15th that this art particular article came out. Lahaina is not for sale. There is a lot of evidence pointing at the fact that these fires were intentionally caused that this was not a natural disaster, but a man-made one. Destroying Naboth to take his vineyard was a man-made disaster. This is destroying land to try to buy it because they weren't willing to sell it in the first place. Okay, you're starting to see the correlation here? Naboth wouldn't sell the land of his fathers to the king. So they created a disaster to take the land. Lahaina and Maui wouldn't sell the land of their fathers. So a disaster was created to take the land. This is following total suit of Naboth's vineyard. I'm also going to give you a word of the Lord from July 11th, 2022. However, Hawaii is out of alignment and has been for some time and has an Obama secretly doing business there still and secretly using bases and control centers to meet with those who are of a world economic status to plot and scheme as they utilize the false gods to help do their bidding. So that was a word given July 11th, 2022. There were other words on Hawaii also. 
but it's amazing how these things follow suit, biblically speaking. Hawaii has a certain climate. It's agreeable to certain things. And suddenly now, the largest disaster ever, wildfire, uh, in Hawaii. And immediately, they want to buy up land. And it seems certain areas and places were untouched. So, and this, and who was ruling at the time of this happening? Ahab and Jezebel. And there is an Ahab right now in the White House. There is an Ahab in the White House. So let's go back for a moment too, where, where we talked about these trumped up charges. That was something I found that was spoken about with Naboth, where they called it trumped up charges in talking about it. Because of these trumped up charges, Naboth was be taken outside the city and stoned. Trumped up charges is interesting wording. Um, and it looks the same in the nation because in this time and season, because certain leaders would not sell out and sell to them and sell to the wicked, would not give up what was rightfully theirs. They raised up now scoundrels to accuse them, to try and rid themselves of these individuals in order to take away from them what is rightfully their inheritance. Naboth's vineyard, the account of what happened has much to do with what is going on in this season. They raised up scoundrels to accuse them. Interesting, right? And there are people that have been raised up now to accuse, accuse, accuse in this season. That persecuting spirit, that bearing false witness. So that's another thing they did. They bore false witness. They Jezebel called for a fast. She got two witnesses, but then those two witnesses, what did they do? They bared false witness against Naboth to corruptly take a piece of land that was not theirs because they did not care about breaking the law, let alone God's law. And Jezebel is the one that wrote the letters and put the king's stamp on it while the king was sulking because he didn't get this piece of land when he could add any other piece of land in the kingdom. Naboth was doing what was right by not giving up that inheritance, by not giving up the land of his fathers, by not handing it over to the corrupt because Ahab said he wanted to use it for a vegetable garden. We don't know if that would have become of it. He could have built an altar to Baal on that property. Being he had already shed Naboth's blood, there was blood now connected to that property. There was bloodshed connected to that land. And that's when the word of the Lord came to the prophet Elijah. 
So when people raise up scoundrels to accuse, to wrongfully accuse people in order to destroy them, the Lord brings forth prophets of the Lord to expose them. And he sent Elijah to Ahab. And Ahab called Elijah his enemy. But Elijah is really not his enemy. Elijah was in right standing with God. Ahab was the enemy, was the enemy of God, was the enemy of the state of Israel. Ahab and Jezebel, a political marriage. Jezebel and Ahab was a political marriage for a political alliance. That's what it was. And this political marriage bursts forth bloodshed, lies, corruption, backward deals, destruction, and everything that is detestable to God. This political marriage birthed forth. And when they couldn't have the land, they destroyed what was in their way to get the land. The same thing is going on with Hawaii. But the people of Hawaii need to turn to God right now to rectify this. Not mysticism, not alcoholism, not corrupt leadership in your state that is connected to this. If you think the higher ups in your state did not know the plot that was ahead, think again because they did. They and those false gods they serve knew. And they turned a blind eye. All the people at that banquet, when Naboth was being accused, turned a blind eye and allowed two false witnesses to arise and lie about Naboth's character, all to destroy him, to take what was his inheritance. So the people of Hawaii right now, you better rise up in the Lord and take your inheritance. You need to rise up in the Lord. People of this nation, you need to rise up in the Lord and take your inheritance. Don't allow that spirit that influenced Ahab and Jezebel to take the inheritance of this nation that they don't deserve. Leadership being accused right now. Do not allow scoundrels to arise and accuse and not call on the name of the almighty one true living God for deliverance because it goes into God's courts. Then it enters the courts of heaven. Those who did this are being judged in the courts of heaven. In this time, that case has gone into the courts of heaven and the scoundrels that have arisen to accuse are being judged in the courts of heaven right now. And the leadership of this nation is being judged in the courts of heaven right now. And the leaders of Hawaii are being judged in the courts of heaven right now. And this is going on in this season. They are being judged in the courts of heaven. Scoundrels can arise and yell, indict, indict, and it shall be an indictment against them in the courts of heaven, because the place of accusation is a fabrication of the truth. It is a lie. 
It is a scheme that has the approval of the king's wife and the king. Ahab knew what Jezebel was capable of. Ahab knew what Jezebel was going to go do. Ahab turned over on his bed. So his hands, he thought, would not be filled with blood and let Jezebel go do it. But because he is considered head of household by God, he was judged along with her for turning a blind eye and letting her go kill an innocent man and accuse an innocent man. This is what we are dealing with right now. Naboth's vineyard in so many ways. And this is why we need to not be going down rabbit holes right now where it gets real dark down there and you lose all discernment because everything looks the same. It just looks dark. Rabbit holes bring you into darkness. We need to be going towards the light and truth of God, not rabbit holes that will confuse you, that will confound you, that will put you in bondage, that will make you believe something that may not be true. Rabbit holes bring you into darkness. We want to come out of that towards the light. We want to come out of that. We want to be in the word and test everything by this. Test it by this. You know why? Because that is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of soul and spirit, of joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God judged Jezebel and Ahab in the courts of heaven. Because the word is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And God knew what their intent was. And the, 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 the intent of those two scoundrels, he knew what it was. And so therefore, that judgment came down. These cases are in the courts of heaven right now being judged. And those judgments in this season one way or another, will come down. They will come down. This, this what's going on in Hawaii is not over by a long shot. It's not over by a long shot because the scoundrels are going to be uncovered and their false accusations are going to be uncovered. And who did the Lord send? A prophet of the Lord to expose what they had been done because they had been judged in God's courts. And the officer of the court, the prophet, was delivering it, delivering the written judgment down into the earthly realm. And we have to remember that. Keep this in mind in this season. I feel the spirit of the Lord all over this. Praise the Lord. I feel the spirit of the Lord all over this. Corrupt leadership will, by any means necessary, try to make their decisions look righteous, look right, when they are covered in corruptness and filth under the surface. 
They will set everything up. They will mix a little bit of truth with a whole lot of lie and hope that little bit of truth covers the cause and causes the illusion that makes it look like everything was done correctly when in fact everything was done corruptly with only the illusion of truth when there was no truth to be found. The truth to be found in all of this is when the prophet Elijah went in and read their mail. That was the truth. He read as an officer of the court, the judgment that came down from the courts of heaven, from the throne room of God against Ahab and Jezebel. That's why Jezebel got so incensed because that spirit that was inhabiting Jezebel knew judgment had come down against his host and flipped its ever-loving lid. Knew. Absolutely knew. And that's why it wanted to kill Elijah, which the Lord would not allow, because it's the officer of the court. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Doesn't say some harm. No harm. You know why? Because they're an officer of the court. Because they're in the inner court. The Lord does nothing until he reveals his secrets first to his servants. The prophets, as said in the book of Amos. And so you will see the mail of all of this read in this season. You will see it. It will come down from the courts of heaven. That judgment will come down for what has been done there because so much innocent blood was spilled for so much of this. And that there has to be an accounting for. It had to be accounted for with Ahab and Jezebel. It had to be accounted for now. So just pray into that. Read the account of Naboth's vineyard again. All glory be to God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm all heated up over here. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, so couple of announcements at the end now. We do have the Israel trip coming up next May, May 1st to the 10th. This is the Pentecost tour. So Dr. Ronnie Wexler is going to be with me. I believe Doobie, who is uh, the Clements tour guide, is going to be with us as well. Um, and so this is May 1st to the 10th. We are going back to Israel and we're praying about returning a second time next year. So we'll keep you posted about that, but we're praying about that because, uh, you know, we've been invited and that's all I'm going to say right now. So we're praying about it. So Israel sign up. We're going with you. We're all going on this journey together. And so it'll be amazing. Also, because of what the corrupt have done, we decided to have some fun at their expense. And so being what happened in Georgia, being what they did. And I have to tell you that the picture of the mugshot was one of the most amazing pictures I've ever seen come from a mugshot. I, I, I honestly, I mean, with all due respect, it was, it just said it all. It said it all. So we decided to put it on a shirt uh, for those that want to, you know, show their support and it can't be said any better straight out of Georgia. I don't think it could be said any better. So I believe they're on arcofgrace.org. They're in the shop section. So if you want to go look, you can. I, I, that that just that is one of the most amazing stares um, I've ever seen. 
So we just we just decided to do something like this. Um, it just came about, and so um, we did it, and so it's there, and so you can you can check that out if you want as well. <laughs> so this is where we're going to end for today. God bless everyone. I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering from the amazing time I had over the weekend. Um, so pray for me and uh, pray for us. And uh, we we thank you for your prayers. And we will be uh, announcing when we're coming back on uh, probably next week, unless there is such a pressing matter we have to come on, we will announce. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith. One more thing I forgot to mention. Very exciting news. Rosie and Lexi have been adopted. If we had applause music, I would call for it right now. 11-year-old sisters have been adopted uh, by a wonderful local family that happened to watch Elijah streams when I was talking about that we needed homes for Rosie and Lexi. Uh, Rosie and Lexi's situation, their owner was getting evicted. They were going to throw them out on the street. And one of our amazing staff at the sanctuary intervened, took them, brought them to us, and they have gone to a wonderful home where they have brothers and sisters, actually furry brothers and sisters. So we are thrilled about that. We praise God for that. Um, thank you all who inquired as, as the Lord sends others, we will certainly put them up, but we just wanted to announce that exciting news also. So amazing. Praise the Lord. They've got a home. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith armor up according to Ephesians six, Psalm 91, every single day to speak it right now. It's like a contract. Just release it in this season. And uh, I also every day do the Lord's Prayer because there is an order to that prayer. Jesus taught his disciples to pray that way. I think we should take note of that. So have a wonderful rest of your day and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. And we will be back on. God bless. And I have to tell you something. They were. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out. And wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do, go to Sherwood 
twitch.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs. In fact, I am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute and God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's and him listening and, and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes. They have sheets. They have slippers. They, of course, have pillows. And they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact. Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about Reawaken America. I have had the honoring and humbling privilege 
of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people uh, Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free. And this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth. You get a foundation of the word of God. And you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.